So today's GeoQuiz was inspired by that fiscal cliff legislation you've heard so much about. At over 150 pages of legalese, the bill passed by Congress to avoid the fiscal cliff is not an easy read, but one section stands out. It's about rum. The bill extends a tax on all rum imported into the U.S., But most tax revenue collected on rums from Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands don't go to pay the deficit. It subsidizes rum production in those U.S. territories. Most other Caribbean region rum producers think that's unfair. Our question for you is, where in the Caribbean region would you find the oldest continuously producing rum distillery? Name the country where rum's been made in wooden stills along the banks of the Demerara River since the 17th century be back with the answer and more on the subsidy in just a bit. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. Let's talk about rum and that obscure rum tax that was just extended by the fiscal cliff bill. For almost a century, Uncle Sam has collected excise taxes on Caribbean rum. No surprise there. But did you know that almost all of the tax placed on rum from Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands specifically go right back to those territories, which then reinvest the money in rum production? That has rum exporting nations elsewhere in the Caribbean fuming. Edward Hamilton writes and blogs about rum. Tell us why Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands get this benefit, Ed. Well, it dates back almost 100 years. It was a way for the U.S. government to promote or subsidize the economies of the Caribbean. Uh, Puerto Rico has been getting this uh, what they call cover over tax, which is basically just a rebate of the federal tax on alcohol that's uh, shipped from the, the islands of Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands. Puerto Rico has been getting it since 1917. And then in 1954, the USBI said, oh, well, we need that too. And the uh, U.S. government said, sure, we'll give it to you. How much money are we talking about? Well, it's somewhere in the order of $500 million a year right now, uh, which doesn't seem like a lot of money. But there's federal tax, and the federal tax is roughly $2.25 a a bottle. If you look at, say, an 80-proof bottle, a 750-milliliter 80-proof bottle, Now, what does Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands actually do with this money? Well, in Puerto Rico, it is used primarily to promote Puerto Rican rum. And some of that money goes back to the rum producers themselves. The reason we're talking today is in the Virgin Islands, 50% of that money goes directly to a company that built a new rum distillery, Diageo. And as it turns out, today they are getting back more money than it actually even costs them to make the product. So imagine you don't even have to sell your product. All you have to do is shove it out the door and you get back more than your cost of production. Wow. Well, I'm sure other Caribbean nations don't see the playing field as exactly level, to say the least. Even as a cartel, though, can they compete? I believe they can. And one of the things that I see is in any product, whether we're talking about rum or automobiles or uh, the clothes that we're wearing, where do these things come from? What is the history of them? And I see consumers as being more concerned with the authenticity and the transparency of all of the products that they use and buy and consume. When you look at that, 
there are a lot of things that the other rum producing companies can do to really compete with these products that are basically being subsidized. What if the subsidy was thrown out? I mean, it was extended by the fiscal cliff bill, but you know, what would be the impact if that subsidy wasn't there anymore for the Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico? Well, it would cost them uh, roughly $500 million a year in revenue, but it would raise the cost of their products in the market. That would change the economic picture for them considerably. Rum goes back centuries, though. What, what is the oldest rum-producing country or place in the Caribbean? In Puerto Rico, uh, rum was made in the early 1500s. But the oldest continuously producing area is in Guyana. Uh, that dates back to 1670. Guyanese rum has the distinction of being called Demerara rum. It's made on the banks of the Demerara River. And we recognize that as a heavy, rich tobacco-flavored rum. I start my day with a uh, rum from Martinique, and I like to finish my day with an old-aged rum from Guyana or some of the other islands. Guyana, the answer to our geo-quiz today, producing rum since uh, the 17th century. Edward Hamilton writes and blogs about rum. He also runs a website called the Ministry of Rum. Thank you so much, Ed. Thank you for having me. The world's William Troop has a favorite rum, and it's not from Puerto Rico. Check out his blog at theworld.org.